Okay. Ready? I'm going to Hey, we're, yeah, we're recording. Okay. <laughs> so the second topic Sorry. for tonight. Um, you just seem very tired. Industry that tired. we've been going to bed at like 8.30. are apparently responsible for killing is the vacation so this is like vacations from work taking time off work um the article that uh espouses this was written by jessica stillman who is uh this is her twitter handle at entry level rebel on twitter looks are we like allowed it, to comment yet or? looks like it was released in 2016 i'll just uh, jump around and give you some quotes. Uh, research has already shown that millennials' obsession with their work is making them miserable. We've covered that already. Is that same obsession also set to spoil vacations for the rest of us? According to this article, millennials are the least likely of like age groups in the workforce to take their vacation time. The, the vacation time that is offered. Um... The article posits... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay, well, we'll get to that in the discussion. <laughs> the article posits that the reason for that is that... Um, well, so they, the article classifies uh, people who have, vaca- who have unused vacation at the end of the year. They qualify them as work martyrs. So someone who has more than eight hours of unused vacation at the end of the year is a work martyr, according to this article. What is um, I just told you what it means. <laughs> no, I don't. That wasn't the question. <laughs> um, so apparently 29% of all workers in, in the United States qualify as a work martyr, but 43% of millennials qualify as work martyrs. So more millennials than other groups are these people. Um, apparently 24% of millennials forfeited some sort of time off this year. Um, and so the article has some ideas as to like why this is the case. Um, basically, like millennials have been in the workforce for less time, so they are worried that taking time off will um, make them look like they're not dedicated to the company. They think that like uh, coming in like on Christmas or like the day before Christmas, Hala um, will. Uh, <laughs> are you about to be working the twenty fourth? I have to. I have it's to. Not a, it's not a day off for us. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. You have a union. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we have holidays on the 24th and 25th. The only problem... I know this is unrelated, but the 26th... The, that whole week, I'm on the midnight shift. So my shift for the 26th starts Christmas at 11 p.m. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I'm so I so work Christmas without the huge holiday pay, that's, which is like two and a half action. times or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's a lot. Fuck that. That's, that sucks. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, I'm over it. So the... That's the general gist of the article. Millennials don't take vacation because um, they're concerned that they will be viewed as not being dedicated to the company if they take vacation after only having been in the workforce for a couple of years. The article then goes on to blame millennials 
for, quote, ruining vacation for the rest of us because it makes everyone else look bad if you're working Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving or whatever. And no one else is. So they're basically blaming millennials for making everyone else work on Christmas or whatever holiday. Um, and also not taking vacation. So I thought it might be helpful to outline our company's vacation and sick time policies just so we all know where we're starting from. Kira, would you like to start? Oh, boy, would I. Oh, um, God. So I'll start by saying... Uh, Every pay period, which for me is two weeks, uh, I accrue 1.442325 hours of paid time off. Sorry, can you repeat that number? <laughs> 1.442325. So not even an hour and a half. Correct. Right. Okay. Just try and understand mentally. Um, Go ahead. For my first year of employment, I can accrue up to five days off. For my second year, I can accrue up to 10 days, and after five years, 15 days. So this is sick and vacation. Time. Yes. And this is not including, like, the holidays. Correct. So you get, like, Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving. Are those days paid, or are they just days off work? Those are paid holidays. Okay, just checking. Um, what was unclear was in the employee handbook was whether or not I, whether or not this time rolled over or not because if I'm only accruing let's let's round it up to an hour and a half if I'm only accruing an hour and a half every two weeks and that time doesn't roll over I don't have the opportunity to go on vacation correct uh, so it doesn't roll over I don't think so it was unclear. Well, no, because 26, 26 pay periods times an hour and a half is 39 hours, which is five days. 4.9 days. Right, so I don't have I don't have the opportunity to like go on a week-long vacation ever. Unless yeah. I go it must, the very last week of December. It might just cap at five days a week. You know? That's what I'm saying. It's uh, That was unclear in our handbook whether it's capped at five or if it I'm saying once I accrue the, the five does that roll over into the new year I think it'll roll over I just don't think that you will get to accrue anything new so I think that's, January that's yes because I as I already said you can accrue up to five days and that's it they just stop you afterwards but I'm saying if it doesn't roll over there's no time for you to take those five days because you don't finish accruing it until the last two weeks of the year yes exactly no i haven't asked anyone yet but that's how it was at my first job out of college until i pointed that out to my boss and she was like oh yeah and then the policy got changed and it rolled over not that Uh, i ever got to fucking take time (laughs) off from that job either but that would make way more sense yeah yeah like so yeah just wanted to point that out what about you guys? <laughs> My vacation policy is fine. So I have the regular like seven holidays off. Um, and then I accrue separately vacation and sick time. So my vacation, I get um, at the beginning of the year for the first five years that I'm working for this company, I get 10 days to use throughout the year whenever I want. And then 
I those are use it or lose it. So December thirty first, I lose them if I don't use them, or I, I get paid them out if I don't use them. Um, and then I accrue sick time. I accrue five days a year of sick time that rolls over um, up to I think forty days. So I can accrue up to forty days worth of sick time. It'd take that many. Like it'd take like eight years to get to that amount of time. But I can accrue up to that and after that then it's like capped. Um, so the vacation time they like actively encourage us to use. I used all of mine this year. I was actually at a deficit for a lot of this year because Kira and I got married this year. So I used and I started this job um, in July and then we got married in August. Not August, October. The other one that sounds like an ah sound. I get August and October. So, fucked let me up. just recap. In episode one, Hillary called us roommates. Episode two, Hillary got the month that we got married wrong. It was um, only two months ago. No, it was October. I just got October and August fucked up because they're both orange months and they're both ah months. Wait, can you explain the What's they're both up? orange months? Well, like. <laughs> so I call I in my brain every month has a different color or not a different color but like a tone and October is obviously orange because of pumpkins and that's when like of the course. leaves okay I'll, I'll go with you on that yes and then August is orange because I think of like May is purple because it's like Wait. Mary's month <laughs> <laughs> say that again Mary's month. Mary? Very Catholic. That was the most Catholic thing ever. Why is Mary purple? She just did. She just Mary? She really just did. Mary? Now you're gonna fucking start? I don't <laughs> agree that purple. it associates with May, but Mary is like. She's the re- she's the regal Catholic. She's purple. She's purple. She. Let me. Let me pull out. Let me pull out. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Let me pull out my fucking art, AP art oh history. Oh my god. Here. Let me pull out my Catholic card. Mary is always, always. Blue, I know. Blue. I know. Always. I know. Why is she purple? Her vibe is purple. It's just the energy. <laughs> Her aura. <laughs> Go on. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Mary's months are November and May. May because of May crowning, and November because Catholic school told me that November was a Mary month. So that's purple. None of that makes any sense to me. Continue. <laughs> Gabe gets it. Catholics get it. <laughs> June is light green in my brain because that's like freshness and like summer growth and summer. I'm here for it. July is darker green because it's the same. And then August, it's like the sun is starting to be a little too much and like the grass is dying because it hasn't rained in a while and your dad is too cheap to like pay for fertilizer and like it's just getting very uncomfortably warm and you're kind of done with summer and so it's orange in my head. So then August and October, because they sound similar and they have similar colors, I just get them confused sometimes. So are we allowed to go through all of your month colors or we is that... Because <laughs> I need to know. Do you want to know my month? Okay, so Jan... Do you want to know? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, January is very, very pale blue because of ice. Okay. 
February is pink. Red. Because oh. of pink or pink or red. Yeah. Like, Valentine's like, Day. Yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day, whatever. March is green because of St. Patrick's Day. Yes. April is also orange. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> Every month is green or orange. <laughs> April is also orange because I just imagine orange is like a jokey color. And April Fool's Day is in April. May is purple. June is light green. July is Yeah, dark you don't green. need to do all this. September. August. <laughs> September's brown. I was going to say brown. <laughs> I, I hate that you're participating in this. <laughs> Most of these are like on point they though. They make sense. I don't agree with all of them. August especially, I would just go with an even darker green, like a hunter green, and lighten up July's green. Hmm, that's fair. I just think of August as like <laughs> okay, no, stuff November, dying. November. What? November. Purple. Mary. Yeah, November's purple. December. Dark blue. Oh, I think of December as like... Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like a deep ice color. <laughs> like when and a then lake, it lightens like for when January. a lake is completely frozen over, and then you look in the center where it's deep, mm-hmm. and like there's still a little bit of water in it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? This was Holy shit! Now. Where did this go? <laughs> Vacation. Mine's fine. (laughs) How do we end up here? Oh, my point was that, okay, so I was at a negative um, for all of my vacation this year because I took our our honeymoon off in October and November. Um, But everybody else in my office was like, my office manager came around like a month ago and was like, you have 60 hours of vacation. You need to use this right now. Wait, where did it come from? So it's only five days of... You can accrue... Uh, so I get my 10th at the beginning of the year. If you work there for more than five years, you get uh, 15 days off. And then if you work there for more than uh, eight years, you get 20 off. So people who have worked there for longer than me have more days off than I do. So if they don't... But like- you said you went into a deficit, and then your boss told you you have six. Not me, hours. not me, not, not me. Other people in her office. I'm, bad, I was at, at, I'm bad at listening. Okay. I was at a deficit. Okay. Other people in my office were not. Gotcha. What's your uh, vacation policy like? Um, you're just given 120 hours of vacation at the beginning of the year. How many um, days is that? Thirty. A lot. 120 divided by eight. It depends if you work 12-hour days or 8-hour days. You get 15 days off if you work 8-hour days. So, yeah, 15 days off plus three personal holidays you can use at any point. So three personal days. So with the 120 hours, in theory, you're just accruing 10 hours a month, but you can use them ahead of when you've accrued them. It, you just... It comes out of your final paycheck if you leave the company before the end of the year. Okay. Otherwise, you can use them at any point in the year. And if you have worked that whole year, it doesn't matter. So at one point, I went on a lot of um, partial vacations over the summer this year. So I was at like a negative um, 12 in vacation. And then just by the next month, I was at negative 2. And I kept accruing. But it didn't matter because I was still totals. <laughs> That's on my list too. So, um, I think that's also sick time. 
as far as I know. Although, it's really... <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by that. I think you can go to medical, and if you get doctor's notes or whatever, you can just get excused with pay for being sick. But you have to go through all the formalities of doctor's stuff. Otherwise, you can just use your vacation time. Um, and then, yeah, the three personal holidays are the three days you can choose and they can't take from you no matter what. And that's that. That's pretty good. I'm getting boned. Yeah, yours is awful. That's why I was so confused. 1.442325. That doesn't even... If you're not accruing enough like within an, a month to take a day off, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't compute. That should be the minimum, one day a month. I can't. I, mean, take, I, I can't take one a... day a month for my vacation. So you I get said 10 you a year. start the year with ten. Yeah, but like ten that's days. throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, but I start the year with ten days, so you can take it whenever you want. Yeah, which means the last two days, two months, you don't get a month, get a day. No, yeah, she's right. What are you talking about? January through October, that's one Stop day a month. Stop fucking eating. Okay. January through October, that's one day a month. And then November and December, you don't get any days off. I'm so confused. So I was 12 months in a year, and I get oh, 10 days yeah. off a year. No, he's saying I don't even accrue one day by the time a month is over. No, I think I, we're saying you're both. We're, we're all, saying all saying you're the same. All thing. saying the same thing. If you accrue one day a month, by the end of the year, you should have twelve days. So Hillary yeah. doesn't make that, but I yeah. think that should be the minimum. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Okay. So we're all agreeing. We're just all saying wording it very words. weirdly. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that makes for good radio. <laughs> Everyone else listening, whoever's still listening at this point, no one's listening. <laughs> saying that like reason millennials don't take vacation is because they don't want to see, be seen as like not caring about the company company loyalty is dead okay <laughs> <laughs> no I don't feel that strongly about it but if I'm given the vacation I'm taking it I'm yeah, taking I mean, everything like, that's how I would feel if I had a vacation <laughs> um, but yeah, I can like I can see why millennials would be terrified to take time off and that's I can say what I was talking about earlier now um this isn't Hutch if you don't shut your fucking mouth anyway um this isn't for vacation purposes but when I worked at my my first job out of college the one that traumatized me um I had to get my wisdom teeth my boss wanted me to come back to work the very next day even though I was still bleeding from the mouth and 90% of my job was talking on the phone. Um, That's gross. And, like, other people in my... People, people took vacations at my office, but they were so... It was just such a fucking train wreck if even one person was out for even one day. Um... Because it was like you were saying earlier, there there's just not enough people hired. Um, so, you know, people would take vacation and the rest of us would see what a fucking train wreck it was not having the person there. And then 
you just feel guilty the whole time that you're like on vacation or out sick. Yeah. And I think that's the way it is um, at a lot of offices. I yeah. think I think that makes sense and probably ties a lot into our earlier discussion of the nine to fives is that they're giving more work to people and hiring less workers. So right. like Kira said, when someone goes on vacation, it suddenly becomes a shit show instead of back in the day <laughs> when yeah. people could take vacations and work would continue on because people had sensible amounts of work. Right. Or work for one person. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that except for that like, like I was saying earlier, like the reason I have the job that I have is because I'm the person that's supposed to relieve my direct superior who prior to me being hired hadn't taken a vacation day in like however many years. Mm-hmm. Like this whole past month, she has kids. She has like a five-year-old and like two-year-old or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're sick all the time because they're that age. Sure. Um, which means that she's been sick for that long also. And like, not just like a cold, but like you can hear it in her chest when she coughs, like that kind of cold. Vile. Um, she's been doing that and coming into work earlier than I do and staying later than I do and working on the weekends for a month. So like... It's gonna make it worse. Yes. It has made it worse. (laughs) She's now taking two weeks off, which like, thank God, but like, I don't think it's millennials necessarily. It's like we were saying last time with the restaurants, like we're the biggest block of workers. So anything that we do as a trend is gonna be like what the workplace is like. Mm-hmm. But it's just you're not hiring enough people. Like yeah. you're not making it worse for everyone else. Like no one's taking vacation. No one's like well I mean <laughs> except for you guys. But like yeah. in terms of like salaried or office jobs at least, like no one's taking vacation like because it's seen as like gross. Yeah. Like, my You're not, you're fucking everyone else over if yeah, you take vacation. Yeah, exactly. Like my, not my boss, not my direct boss, but my boss's boss just had like back surgery last Wednesday and the Thursday, like the day after he was already like calling people about work that needed to be, he wasn't in, he was still in the hospital. Right. But like he was calling people about things that needed to get done. He was in his hospital then calling people? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... Wow. By the next, by Monday, so his his surgery. I have like a question. Um, why are you pulling your titty out right now? (gasps) My arm is under my hand, or the other way around. My hands are cold. I'm putting them in my armpit so that they'll warm up. It looks like you're pulling your titty out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting my hands in my armpit because they're cold. Usually when people do that, they like cross though. It's not like... My other hand is behind my knee. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so it's not millennials. It's just that like, you're just not hiring enough people. Like this dude had back surgery and five days later he was in the office scaring me. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a millennial thing. I don't either. I, mean, I like I millennials haven't been in the workforce long enough to determine what the culture is. 
Well, millennials are thirty-five now, so they have been. But yes, not really. Ten years is not. If we're if we're saying, you know, is it? If you enter the workforce at twenty-one, that's almost fifteen years. Uh, Ten to fifteen years is not enough time to like shape office culture, in my opinion. I think it's long enough to like get your foothold in though. Like my direct supervisors are like forty, which is like a little older, but like not that much older. And like we kind of just follow their lead on like what they do. Right. What we do. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're like late millennial age. No, they're n- people in their forties are not even remotely my, close my to one being person, millennials. My one supervisor is forty-one. That's like only four or five years removed no, from millennial. Gary, I can't believe we're doing in the in the second half I, of the second episode of our millennial podcast. We are having to look up what millennials are. Strikes me as an issue. I think they're Only close Hillary enough to the is looking it up. I, I think they're close enough. Yeah. To okay. The that's fair. Um, if we're gonna go with close enough, then what were we even doing this fucking podcast for? Twenty-two like, to thirty-seven. I I don't I don't want to hear close enough. Okay. I that's that's nonsense. Okay. If we're gonna draw these arbitrary lines of what generations are, then we're going to fucking stick to them. Stick to them. Okay. Yeah. You're imploding the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We broke. I think it's just that, like, we're following the lead of the people who are in charge. Exactly. And, like, that's great that your office, the people in charge are 41, but that is not the case. Yeah. (laughs) Like, many other people's offices. I've worked for other companies before, and it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, the you've had two jobs, Hillary. No, I'm saying like this is different, and I've had more than like I've not been like you know, on a career path in lots of jobs, but like I've observed other jobs, and like the previous job that I had for this, like my supervisor was always like, oh yeah, like family's the most important thing, like take time off whenever you need. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's what they all say. Well, and that's he, what my he, boss at my first job said. Well, he was my my boss like actually like practiced what he preached. Like he was like a like a real G. Like he did the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like sixty four and like didn't give a fuck about like what corporate was gonna do to him. <laughs> Because like, he's like, I'm retiring in two years. Like, your mom's sick? Like, go home. I don't care. <laughs> oh. Your second cousin stubbed his toe and you want to go home? Fuck it. Yeah. But, like, the people who were, like, going to be at our company for a while, who were, like, in their 40s and 50s, like, they were there all the time. They were there on Sundays. They were there for 12 hours at a time. And, like... What are we gonna like? What are millennials gonna do except follow the lead of the people who are gonna be eventually our bosses? Work yeah. our shifts and go home. <laughs> when you're not a shift worker. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm paid by the hour. I'm technically like I'm not a shift worker, but I am hourly, and I still feel like I have to go above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at my first job, someone, <laughs> someone 
violently and loudly threw up in the bathroom one day and my boss uh, just expected her to continue working. Uh, love it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't that though. Love it. This is why I like having medical on site so we can just walk over there and be like, yo, I'm sick. Well, that can just be like, because you might actually die at your job though. Not you specifically, but like... No, I know that's why medical's there, but like... Yeah. It's like not having, having like the nurse's office. We yeah, <laughs> we we use it if we like are sick. Yeah. I don't know. What's everyone's I'm just seeing if there's any other outrageous article about millennials killing vacation, but does anyone have any like uh, final thoughts on it? Um I, I just think again that work culture is and uh, should be we need another labor revolution I think yeah it's fine. time <laughs> I agree but I'm finding it hard to like really contribute to this conversation because the union yeah, protects yeah. all that shit for us so everyone uses all their vacation and mm-hmm. we don't we're not understaffed or a shit show because they canvas overtimes for people to come in and yeah. fill in for people so yeah. that's the thing is like at least with my job I don't know about you but like the work that we're given is so siloed like that no one like other people could do the job but it would take them so much time to like get immersed in whatever project we're working on and like millions right. and ounce of it that like it's not even worth it to have another person pick up where you're leaving off mm-hmm. because it would take as much time as you would like just be taking off and not be working on it so, it's just not worth it. I don't know what the solution is, but... Kill your bourgeoisie. Most of my jobs are for the state, but yes. <laughs> Fine, but like... <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> generally, that's my opinion on everything. Why are we going to have a violent she just said that yeah i know i know that i think we're like okay like i don't know you can include or not include but i think we're moving further away from that like what do you like the trend the trend for like people our age for like shitty jobs is no longer like well it's never it hasn't been factory jobs for like 20 years but it's increasingly no longer like even like working at Kohl's or like working at mcdonald's and then becoming a manager I'm just picking. Do you feel targeted? I, I do feel targeted. <laughs> I picked goals of all the things you could have picked. Well, Target, whatever. It's like gig economy shit. It's like working for Skip the Dishes and for Lyft and for Uber or like. Working, oh, you mean having a second job? Having many second jobs and like being like a freelancer and having. I'm putting all these in air quotes. Like being able to work when you want, but like really, it's just like a way of separating you from everybody else who works for that company so that you have no bargaining rights type of thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like we're, like, moving away from labor revolution into increasingly siloed jobs. I don't know what you mean by siloed. When something is siloed, it means that you're, like, not interacting with other people who are in similar situations. So, like, Lyft drivers don't really, like, talk to each other very much other than like being able to relate to each other at parties like there's no network for Lyft drivers to be able to talk to other Lyft drivers you know yeah that's a good point because you gotta 
this this one thing this has nothing to do with vacations really um but uh dismantle the idea that it's rude to talk about how much your coworkers make because yes um you should ask each other and you should all make sure that you're making the same amount of money (laughs) because once again my first job (laughs) uh, not everyone was making the same amount of money it turned out and that blew the fuck up um so you should look out for each other I'm not saying that your boss is your enemy, um, but they are. But your boss is your enemy, <laughs> and you shouldn't have each other's backs. Again, citing my union job, the union's contract with the company outlines pay scales for every single union worker on the planet, depending on what class of job you have and when you started. So everyone knows what everyone is paid. That's good. Completely, like, you can't hide it. That's how state workers are, too. You can look up how much any state employee is making by name. You can do that, because it's, like, Mm -hmm. a transparency thing, because your tax dollars are paying for it. Right. But the other day, like, my company had their um, pay raise, like, meetings with everybody, and I walked into my boss's office, and he had his, like, spreadsheet open of, like, what everyone makes and how much of a and it was all color coded for like it was like green if you were getting like an x percentage to like x percentage raise and like yellow if you were getting a lower one and red if you weren't getting a raise um so i know how much everyone makes in my office now and i know approximately like how much they contribute to the team and it is not equitable so y'all should really talk to each other yeah and it's really all about like what you ask for yeah, but mm. that's a whole other. We well, that's when it comes to salary. That's a whole different. Yeah. yeah. How many people are salary? No one at this table. Because in this job market. This job it's, market is it, very good. We have low. For energy. young people, they just energy. want to get a job. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I agree. I don't think that. I think a lot of people coming out of like college right now are probably not uh, negotiating salaries. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you're able to do that, frankly. That's true if you don't have any marketable skills. Because like when we, I got my first job out of college, I didn't, I didn't even know how much I was making until like a month in because I was scared to ask. Goodness. They didn't tell you. No. You didn't have know. to sign a form when you started. No, <laughs> this office was a circus. <laughs> That's weird that they didn't even have an offer letter for you. That's terrifying. This company was fake. I also interviewed for one job and then came in my first day and they were like, we're going to do this job instead. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's different because like unemployment is like 2% or something. So theoretically, wages should be getting pushed up because there's more competition for among employers yeah, but we know that's not happening. Well, it's not happening for our age bracket because no one in our age bracket has skills yet. But for skilled workers, it's... I take offense to that. I got skills. I mean, we've been in the workforce for three years now, so we have some skills. The four years we spent in college doesn't fucking count for anything. Not really, What skills did you gain in college that would um, prepare you for the you workforce? You skills in college to prepare you for your career field. Well, I negotiated for my salary immediately. 
I'm say, I'm the saying balls in, on this one. I'm saying yeah. in, I'm saying in general. Wild. I wish this was a visual medium right now. <laughs> my because my eyes are not in my head. Like yeah. my first job, I like named my price and it was too low, but like they still like matched it. And then my of course they match it if, if it's, it's too, too low. low. It was like I learned too low, so then I, don't I know learned what you're bragging about. So right then now. I learned my worth, and then I asked for a raise seven months in, and they gave it to me. And then I got this new job, and I named my price that was like twelve thousand dollars more, and they gave it to me, and then they gave me another raise. Like I did the thing. Uh, welcome to Hillary. Brags about how much money she makes. Uh, dot Tumblr dot com. You can cut it out, but like <laughs> I did have skills coming out of college, so I. So that's what I'm saying. You're saying that that people our age don't have any skills yet, and I'm saying, if you went to college. Well, what skills did you gain from college? We're not talking about my psychology <laughs> degree. Okay, but like statistically, most of the people, like by percentage, who graduate from UB have psychology degrees because it's forty percent of the student body. Okay, but those people probably went on to do. You don't know that. I feel like you're you're just. I'm not like trying to give you a hard time. I'm just saying like. Does it? Am I giving her a hard? Like I'm like asking. I'm like comfortable. I'm like I'm already like. Curled in a ball. I'm like push, in hiding. I'm like pushing back, but like I I just like I like Gabe and I both graduated from STEM fields, so we had some like you had lab skills. Sort of. Kind of. I don't And then you worked for a shitty job for like a year and a half or whatever, two years. It was fine. Yeah. It was shitty paying. Yes. It was cute and good experience, so yeah, whatever. exactly. We had, a, our entire lab was windows, so we got to look at the lake and the geese killing each other. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> so, that my, was a My point is, you said, you said, I can play back the audio. Oh my god, are we doing receipts already in episode <laughs> two? I love this. You said, people our age don't have any skills yet. I don't really think that that's incorrect. Compared to the rest of the workforce, like, I don't think so. I mean, obviously compared to the rest of the workforce, no, because we're the youngest people working. But I think it's insulting to say that we don't have any skills. I feel like college gives you a lot of book smarts and a lot of like theoretical smarts but in terms of application I don't think that that's a focus of colleges for the most part I downloaded a ton of apps when I was in college <laughs> what? <laughs> cool we were talking about applications <laughs> that was all I had I feel like in terms of practical knowledge like she changes into practical knowledge, so I can't make a joke. I, I can't. How dare you? That was a good joke. It was a good joke. Sorry. Your phone's this. going over the edge. Uh. I don't agree. Okay. Noted. Tell, I don't know. Tell us what you what you think about this this question, whether or not uh, uh, people our age have skills yet or not you can email us at gayestgeneration at gmail.com 
Uh, or you can tweet at us at the gayest Jen. That's G E N. Like Jen. Like Judge Jen from The Good Place. Is it spelled with the G? How do you know that? Because it's short for hydrogen. Oh, you're that was so the right. Joke. You're so right. Everyone watch The Good Place. Watch The Good Place. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts on vacation? Um, oh, God. I would we like were talking to have about vacation. <laughs> I would like to have them. I would like to have more of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love them. I've used 68 hours in the past since July. Oh my god. I a union. 62 hours. I have 18 left. That like... Yeah, I've taken a lot me. of vacation. I mean, I took two weeks this year for my honeymoon but I still want more (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a vacation though you were just not starting your new job I'm just saying I took a vacation oh okay gotcha yeah I don't know I haven't followed our podcast yet yeah the only complaint I have about my vacation is that I feel uh, you have to request time off formally so I feel very awkward doing that because it just feels like an imposition, you know, to actually take it. I think you just have anxiety. Well, I don't know how else you would ask for time off. You can't just be like... You have to like submit a form and like... Yeah, that's most places. You can't just like, like skateboard into your boss's office and be like, Hey dude, I'm, I'm outie. I would give them notice. I just like... I don't know. My vacation <laughs> policy is fine. I don't have any problems with it. Yours is pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. Your mom's is the bonus, though. My mom's in a union. What does she get? She gets like two, five weeks. A year? Yes. Nice. That's what a lot of the older people are getting at this point. Yeah, she's been in the union. She's vested for like 12 or 13 years. Yeah. Yeah, once you've accrued a lot of time in a union, it's insane the shit you get. Yeah. It's just so nice, like, to have that bank. Just in case, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Well, she used to Sometimes you don't want to go to work. Well, it's not even that. Like, if you get sick or injured, like... Yeah, but if you have that bank... I'm saying... Five weeks. I'm saying, like, if you get sick or injured, like, you could go on short-term or long-term disability, but it cuts your pay to, like, 33% of what your actual pay would be. Or you could... 33%? Short-term disability is one month. It's 33% legally. After one month... Yeah. Is that a minimum? Yes. Okay, because our company gets a lot more than that. Minimum required by law is 33% for a month, and then after that... That's too low. Our company gives 70%. After that, it goes up to 66% for six months. So, if you don't have to do that, you can take your vacation yeah. instead and get paid full, full for that before you have to go on disability. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty baller. So. <sighs> yeah, millennials aren't killing it. It's just that uh, companies aren't hiring enough people for us to take vacation. <laughs> yeah. And we're trying to make good impressions because we're the youngest people there. Fuck it. Wait for Gen Z to show up. Oh my god, I'm so excited for them to burn everything down. <laughs> they have the real power. They're gonna 
they're gonna do the labor revolution. We're we're too tired. Yeah, <laughs> we're so much more Lions apathetic than they are. Are collectively too tired. I hope they do. I'm excited for them. Yeah. I'm rooting for them. We're rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Unrelated, we watched Life Size 2 because... Oh my god! <laughs> and Tyra quoted that in the movie. Oh, I did hear that. That's terrible. God. It was a bad movie. It was so Well, it was so bad. to Life Size. So, um, last time we did Should the Thing Die. Okay, we can use that. So... Do we do we think that the nine to five workday should die? Absolutely not. Gabe. Mm, no. I think it should, and I think we should have a thirty hour work week. France, you're commie. I yeah. See how well it's what's your point on there? Uh, riots, riots in the streets. Riots in the street. Yeah, I was literally about to say that. I don't think that has anything to do with their thirty-hour work week. All I guess they have more time on their hands to like start <laughs> fires and stuff. I believe it has something to do with the austerity measures that have been put into place. To I mean, the lots. yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hillary knows that. No, yeah, you need to tell me what an austerity measure is. I thought it was about the gas tax. It, it started out being about the gas tax, and then when the gas tax was revoked or whatever it, it had grown into a protest about the growing gap of wealth inequality between the haves and the haves nots France has been under austerity measures for like eight years because you're of, not explaining what austerity measures are uh, austerity measures so because the EU is all like the same economic block right um Sure. Wealthier countries in the EU need to scale back in order to bring the balance of the entire EU's budget back into order. So, for example, um, Spain and Portugal have been overspending because they are poor countries relative to the rest of Europe. So, since like 2008 or nine. They've been under severe heavy taxation um, and cutting of services, which are called austerity measures because it's been basically reduced to like the bare minimum. At the same time, unemployment in Portugal for people under 30 is like 50%. So not only are they cutting services, but they don't have a tax base. So in order to combat that, wealthier countries like Germany and France have also been implementing austerity measures where they've been cutting services but they have been increasing taxes. The services that are being to balance that money to Spain and Portugal, basically. Spain, Portugal, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, right. okay. whatever. Um, balance the, the Czech budget. Republic. That's Czech Republic. Yeah. The Czech Republic. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the taxes have been hitting everybody, but they've obviously been hitting poorer people more, and the services that are being cut are services that poor people use. So the riots in the streets started out as a gas tax riot or protest. Mm-hmm. But the only reason that the gas tax was getting protested was because it's poor people that are affected by a gas tax more. Yes. Because poor people are more likely to drive because they're less likely to live in cities. Yes. But so what? once the gas tax got repealed, it just turned into a riot over austerity measures. But like, can't they just eat cake? <laughs> <laughs> 
so communism, man. <laughs> what were we talking about? How did we get here? Oh, oh yeah. fuck, I don't know. 30-hour work week. Oh. You want to go live in Finland? Oh, it's too cold there. Iceland? I would do Denmark or Norway. Aren't those the two happiest countries? Yes. Excuse me, Bhutan is the happiest country. They have a happiness index that is not at all fixed by their government. That's Happiness index is an OECD thing, but yes. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think that... Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. I would not move to Bhutan because it's humid, and that's the only reason I wouldn't move to Bhutan. Your hair would look excellent all the time. Yeah, but I would be miserable. <laughs> humid? Ugh. What? So. Um, so we're not killing the 9 to 5, 2 to 1. Yeah. Okay, vacations. I think it should just be a 1 to 1 to 1 vote, and I'll just switch to maybe. Fuck you. <laughs> um, you're the worst. Um, Sorry, vacation. vacation what is what kind of vote is that? Should not die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, take I more of them. Will resuscitate vacations with my bare hands if I have to. You know, yeah. if I have to take more vacations, I'll take more vacations. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it, I think, or whatever. I think if anyone like in real life ever said to me like, oh, like, like if one of my older coworkers was like, you kids are, are ruining vacations, I'd be like. Give, give me one right now. I'll go home. <laughs> this very moment. Oh my god. I have to choose my vacation weeks within the next like two weeks, and I have no idea which ones to pick. What do you mean? Sounds so hard. So it's like a lottery. Everyone gets two or three weeks, but only one person can have like a full week off at a time. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it gets like messy if people are. There are two people with full weeks. You can take like a day within that week and overlap with a person. Sure. But for full weeks, it just goes by seniority. Everyone gets a week, and then it goes back to start. Everyone gets a second week, and then everyone gets a third week. Mm-hmm. So you have to like put in what your choices are so that when it goes to your pick, that week is reserved for you to take off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to put in yet. Put in... Um... <laughs> 420! I, I feel like I'm just going to go That's with... like. Is it falling on Easter again? No, it's Saturday before Easter. Four twenty's on a Saturday. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't delete the audio with your key smash. Maybe it'll be more coherent if we have to record it a second time. Oh, it'll absolutely be more coherent, but less dramatic. Hmm. But pure it... marks. Pure um, marks. Yeah. How marks. did we end this article last? Or an article? Fucking podcast last time did we just like end it or what i think we uh, uh, all farted into the microphone <laughs> and then went to sleep um hutch licked my ass through my jeans that's what happened and do that, that kira edited that as our final yeah. ending all right hutch what kind of i need a rim job come here <laughs> Don't right. my job. We should, we should end <laughs> the most millennial thing we, we are doing this are week. We, wait, are we going to do what's making us happy this week? Oh, yeah, no? we were going to do that. Oh, oh God. Oh, God, this week is so bad. Christmas. Um, I don't know, the Men in Black trailer came out. <laughs> <laughs> that made me pretty happy. Okay, that's good. Okay. That's good, that's good. Do you this wanna... week was really bad. It was, we slept a lot. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing in my opinion. 
happy. Sure. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was like depression. Uh oh. I was just beat up. Yeah. Um, my so Kira and I and my immediate family went um, Christmas shopping, or like we went to this Christmas tree store earlier this week, and. Um, we did it to go get like a my mom has like a nativity um, thing that she puts on the mantle and we buy like a piece every year for it but while we were it was the weirdest fucking store that I've ever been in and while we were there we bought this little cow that has a a Santa hat on him her a brown cow statue she's a brown cow statue and she's perfect and she's the thing that makes me very happy this week (laughs) that's very cute did you name her yet? Monique Monique, I'm good with that. What? I, I don't get it. Because <laughs> Monique's thing, this, this, this. He hasn't watched Drag Race yet. You haven't watched Drag Race yet? Oh, I'm a week behind life. Okay, watch it. Noted. You look so tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why do they air on Fridays? That's such a stupid day. I know. I mean, granted, people can get drunk on Fridays and feel. No pain the next day. day no, but this like no hangovers. Hillary raises her tall boy of Mike's harder. It's embarrassing. I'm gonna leave that on the show. Two dollars. <laughs> All right, what's making you happy this week, Gabe? What's making me happy? I guess we're at the point of the year where all the movies I want to see are actually being released in theaters. So I've been going to movies like twice a week and that makes me happy. Wow. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. All um, right. Who do you want to host the Oscars? Honestly, I don't want anyone to host the Oscars. <laughs> That's I, what they're leaning towards. Yeah. Not having a host. I've heard that. I'm okay with that because even... I think a big old fuck you. Yeah. Do you not want there to be a big old fuck you? I just like... I just think it's rude. <laughs> like To, to who? To like the audience because like, like who fucking even watches the Oscars anymore? Gabe, did you not? You definitely watched it with me last oh, year. Oh yeah. Oh, I I watched them, but like, that's the that's the whole thing. No, yeah, not a lot of like people watch them anymore. They're, they're dying. Their ratings go down every year. Yeah. So like this year, they're like, oh, you didn't like the the schmuck that we picked. You don't get one now. Fuck you. And it's like, who was it last year? Last Kimmel. Year? Oh. Who? Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, he he was. Fine. He's super boring, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm all about not having a host because at this point, those shows are so fucking bloated. They're seven hours long. Yeah. So you can just cut out the monologues. Ellen's bits. I adore Ellen, but like her ordering pizza and handing it out to people in the crowd, like I don't care. Focus on just announcing the categories and the winners. Leave the jokes to the presenters, like... Just mm-hmm. brief blips, like Tiffany Haddish fucking owned it last year. Who was she with again? I don't, know. don't remember. Well, that's the thing is people love like listicles and like Oscars and awards shows are just listicles. And if they would just go from category to category and do it, yeah, people just would pay attention. Fun presenters each time. Yeah. People love it. You don't need a host to like seg between them. 
you yeah. have the voiceover dude who can just be like, and here's Tiffany Haddish, and you're done. Yeah, especially, like, as an awards show, like, other awards shows, like, um, uh, Grammys and Tonys in particular, like, there are performances you can do because they are music. Yes. But, like, what are you going to do for an Oscar? Like, show part of the movie? You know, like, I mean... Which is what they do, but, like... I'm, I'm the type of person who would love it if for each category they gave us, like, 10-minute clips of each movie, but, like... Every time, though? Oh, yes. Oh, God. You and bloated. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm complaining about the bloat of the show, that I'm like, each category should take 50 minutes. Yeah, well, what 10 about... 10 minutes for each nominee. Yeah, what about, like, when, when a fucking Moonlight is nominated for however many Academy Awards, and you're it like, deserved... I've seen the whole movie. Show the whole movie. It deserved all of them. <laughs> I've seen every part of the movie. It's a good movie. I still haven't seen that. I will hear no slander. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I have no doubts. Better than La La Land. I believe you. I believe you. Still like La La Land. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um. Alright. High five with the edit. <laughs> yeah, this was This glorious cool. disaster. Oh yeah, a lot of people commented on the music and they were like, oh yeah, I liked your, your stock music. And I was like, <laughs> that's I said that too. I know you did. (laughs) It is Never Give Up on the Good Times by the Spice Girls off the album Spice World. I did not get permission from the Spice Girls to use it. I feel like. See how that plays out. I feel like even being sued by the Spice Girls would be an honor and a privilege. I agree. I I feel like it would get us a lot of publicity (laughs) if we marketed it correctly. What better time? Um, Thanks for listening to episode two of The Gayest Generation. (laughs) What? So she picked up the popcorn that you stole from her and her face was just... Uh, thank you for listening to episode two of The Gayest Generation. Uh, if you would like to chat or if you have opinions on... That was how to spell. <laughs> it always is. Um, if you'd like to chat or if you have opinions on what was said in this episode, you can email us at gayestgeneration at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at thegayestgen. G-E-N. We're on SoundCloud and Spotify right now. Um, Hopefully by the time you're hearing this, we'll also be on iTunes. Um, And yeah. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 716-480-6530. Whose phone number is that? Yours! (laughs) No, it's not! No, it's not! For real? Never shy, never shy, never shy.